In the early 2000s, a global climate crisis emerged from humankind's disregard for the Earth and its natural systems. Scientists warned of an apocalypse the likes of which could eradicate human existence. The blaming began, with the leaders of many powerful nations pointing fingers at each other. Eventually, war erupted, and deadly nuclear salvos fired from the biggest superpowers ravaged much of the Earth, destroying and irradiating large portions of its surface. Certain major cities survived, and from the ashes rose again. The survivors did what they could, utilizing the resources of a few very wealthy corporations to combat the climate crisis. For almost a century, civilization has survived, hobbled together with corporate governance, and expanded to the few sections of the globe still viable for sustaining human life. Antarctica, once an inhospitable frozen tundra, has become one such bastion for human life. Colonized by a Scottish arms corporation called Militech, Pilatus Antarctica is a thriving metropolis of the future. Last time, on Roll Warriors, the associates scrambled to get Evelyn safe out of the casino. A rescue mission was initiated for Oslo and Kander, because no team member or sniveling idiot gets left behind. Saul and Best Pressed run into a security team led by Popper, and Saul takes one for the team. Or two or three. In the end, all the remaining associates can do is drag Saul's lifeless corpse out of the casino and hope that he can be saved. The, you're in the back of this van right now, um, Abel and Sui Fang GR. I mean, Saul's body is as well, but um, and it's just dead silent. Amos is driving. Um, he hasn't he hasn't said a word. Um, I think he's taking you guys to the uh, Sahara HQ. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah, yeah. That's we'll we'll have to go to Sahara. That's the only. That's the only kind of hope for, for Saul right now. Okay. So, yeah, that's where you're headed. Um, I think the only, the only, I mean, Oslo is still unconscious. The only person that's making any sort of noise is Kander, uh, who is, like, quietly crying um, in the corner. Kander, like, you were doing so good in there. I We just need you to keep together for, I don't know, how, how long till we get to Sahara? Um, Amos... Uh, like t- leaves his head back and he's like, uh, "It's about five minutes. Five right, minutes away." Kander, you, we just need like five minutes, dude. Five minutes, you can do that. She's like, "I just, I've never, I've never seen someone die before." And I, he was, I was just starting to get get to know him, and God, this fucking blows. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they might be able to fix something with him. So let's just not. Fix, fix him how he he's got no pulse he's got no uh, heartbeat like his his brains are falling out like what how would how would you fix oh, shit. him is his are, are his brains falling out uh yeah i mean there's there's a little bit um i don't i think that you probably would have already searched his body um and found that his agent is missing like his phone is mm, other than that he, he, other than that he's got two two bullet wounds um, through his torso and one through his. But head. his phone is missing. Like his his agent, not his um, chip, not his Phoenix chip. No, his chip is intact. That the 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 thing about it being a secret project is that nobody knows to look for it. But um, yeah, his agent is missing. Shit, Sufanji, um, we didn't grab his agent. Was it not on his body? Oh no. 
Evelyn probably has it. Which makes all of this for nothing. I don't know how the hell she got it. Uh, is there... I can try to track it, maybe ping it, and see if I can find its location. I just... Yeah, I'm gonna get that a go. I can't believe that this has happened all for that sack of dead weight. I mean... Yeah, it is It is true that um, uh, Saul did uh, bring a burner with him um, to to do the heist. So he has... The, his real agent is is back at the um, the longshoreman, um, but this one did have like immediate okay. contact. Um, is there anything that we should be worried about on there, or is this is it just like a whatever? Well, it's going to have our contact information. Yeah, because he'd have they they'd have phone numbers. You get to you pull up at Sahara HQ um, at the front, and um, there's two security guards um outside the the like the gates to the facility um and they uh wave you to the back to the um there's like a garage uh under underground um around the back of the building um and so Amos pulls around back there and into the garage and there is just one car in this garage right now it's a sleek black corporate looking car um, and there is a security um, standing outside uh, waiting for you. All right. I mean, I'll help Candor out. And um, is uh, Hans still uh, freaking out or is he passed out or how, how is he doing? Oslo is still unconscious. Um, he's he's not looking great. Uh, he should probably go to a hospital soon. But uh, as far as other everything else is concerned, um just before you uh, pull in, um, the uh, candor was able to to pop open the safe because um, she's you know she's crying but she's working while she's uh, crying um, and um, there are three uh, pieces of information in there. Uh, the first um, looks like some sort of tablet, uh, like a you know a. And what we would think consider an iPad, they probably have another brand name, um, but it's a it's a tablet, and um, there is a uh, a list, a paper list drawn or with with names uh, written on it. Uh, the first name is uh, Reggie Weitzel. Um, that name has been crossed out. Uh, the next name is Scarab, and then after that is Jason Zemlin, Bernadette Collins, and Skipjack. Um, the final piece of, or the final item uh, in this safe is a GPS device, um, and it looks like there's a coordinate locked into mm-hmm. it uh, for some sort of discount clothing store called Melbourne's in the South Wharf. And so that's what's in this inside All the right, safe. So who's there when she gets the safe open? You're you're still in the van, um, so it's just it was whoever was in the van. Okay, because if I see um, Bernadette on that list, I'm going to try to take it without anybody else seeing it. Yeah, uh, yeah, go for it. Um, see what skill we're going to use for this. Uh, probably like pickpocket. Uh, it's a tech skill. 16. Okay, so 16. Um, yeah, I think you can pocket this. Um, uh, Candor, Candor sees, sees you do it, um, but she doesn't seem to pay it or pay much mind of it um i don't think she cares really okay. uh, or has any enough information to understand why it would matter um since all her all she's supposed to do is open the safe for you um so you can get some information yeah, out of i it. mean if she doesn't um if she doesn't require an explanation i will not give one yes um and so yeah the other the other two items as i said was a gps device uh with coordinates locked in for a discount clothing store um called melbourne's in the south wharf and a tablet so fng is going to take a look at the tablet all right so you click the button and the tablet pops open um this is uh it looks like a, a list of instructions written by somebody called andwar figadero um, so the tablet outlines that uh, Militic is purchasing 1,200 pounds of plutonium-240 
um, from from like hundreds of different enrichment companies, uh, and they are paying the nomads uh, 50 million euro bucks to transport and smuggle it into the city. They say that Militech representatives will collect the plutonium from several drop locations indicated by GPS devices. Smaller shipments should also be sent out in transport vehicles with the intent of being seized by PCP officers. Um, they, they claim that this will help to hide their involvement. And once the heat off the shipments uh, or the heat dies off the shipments, they can also be collected uh, from evidence lockup by Militech agents. Um, Donati enforcers are encouraged to protect these car shipments to the best of their ability. A few dead officers only strengthens the smokescreen. Um, there's also a list of times when spe- specific shipments will go out and be picked up by Militech and how to recognize the agents uh, as they will be carrying uh, blue polar point poker chips. Um, it looks like all of the list of dates, all of the dates have passed except for a final collection slated for two days from now. Because that's what headquarters wanted to get a hold of. Oh, uh, well, they wanted to know who was buying um, plutonium. So yeah, it seems like, yeah, that would be what okay, they want. Well, I guess we can go ahead and deliver this and figure out how to get Saul back in action. Does does the um, Melbourne's ring a bell at all? I mean, it's just a it's just a department store. Um, they they sell like Walcourt brand products. Uh, there's a, like a lot of kind of um, you know kitschy shops uh, down in the South Wharf, and probably some of them are owned by you know less than reputable sources, uh, people who are using them for money laundering and other things like that. So yeah, I mean. I'm, I'm, I think probably if you if you that's what you would know from the news um, or just being like, you know, a P, uh, Pilatus resident. It's just like, oh, yeah, this place, Melbourne's probably probably gang affiliated. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to help uh G kind of gather up Saul. And um, I'll, I'll call over a Sahara individual to like help drag Oslo into the building as well. Um, yeah, you, 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 you go to the, that security, uh, guy and, and, um, get, give him the instructions and he, he calls, uh, for a couple of guys to come from upstairs, um, to, to transport, uh, two bodies, uh, one dead, one living. Yeah. And, um, and make sure, make sure that their... one stays living. I mean, kind of went through a lot of trouble to keep him not dead. So, pointless trouble uh, i understand yes no problem we have we have a, a very good um very good emergency clinic in our building yeah i tried to bring the hands too but um they're kind of stuck okay well he can get new hands um anyway uh mr purple is waiting for you in the vehicle in the vehicle in the vehicle yes are you guys gonna like fix fix the the, the not so alive one, or like keep him around because he's kind of important? Uh, yeah, we're we're gonna store yeah, okay. him. Okay. Uh, Sufanji, you wanna you wanna yeah. go? Let's get this over with, and you better respect his body. He just kind of gives you a shrug. I don't uh, think he's coming back in that suit. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll kind of head towards the yeah, car. And they're in the walk, so I found G asks Abel what they think Sahara's going to do with this information. Abel? I, I mean, shit. I don't know. We probably should have asked that question before we did this, didn't we? Well, I figure that would be a question for Mr. Purple. Yeah. Yeah. What did any of them want with all of this? I somehow get the feeling that Sahara might be in on this plutonium purchasing thing that's going on. And maybe they're trying to cover their tracks. Maybe. Uh, either that or trying to cut out the competition in general. But why Why bring it into the city in the first place? It's not like there's a lot of... I don't know. The world's already fucked up, up enough as right, it is. but if there's money to be made, there's nothing these corporations won't do. I guess the only thing's left to do is ask Mr. Purple. Not like he'll be honest with us. Yeah. Oh, Saul. I hope you didn't die for nothing. 
I guess it's a good thing we have these little brain nuggets, huh? Right. Well, I guess this will be our first time to see if they actually work. I just hope that's all of what made Saul Saul still there. Mr. Purple is, um, he's waiting on the inside of this car. Um, he's dressed in his normal, um, very sort of, uh, drab, well put together, um, suit with just a little purple, um, pocket square, uh, and his hair, um, slicked back and, and neat. Uh, and he's wearing, um, sunglasses and, uh, and he says, uh, nice to see it. At least a few of you made it back. Well, if only the few that mattered did. Should be we all made it back, right? Do you have the information? Yes, I do have it. But I do have a question for you, Mr. Purple. Um, what exactly is Sahara planning to do with this information? And why is it so important that you get a hold of it? I can only say that... The last corporate war was started when one of the mega corporations began siphoning resources and collecting armaments. And we are trying to ascertain who that might be and what kind of danger we might be in. Okay. Um, so aside from this information, what do you know? Can I do a persuasion roll to see if he knows any of those, like, other corporations that he's talking about? Um, can you be more specific? Um, if he knows, like, how he says that there's, like, other corporations who are trying to... Does he know any of those other cor- corporations? Does that make sense? Sorry. I don't know if I'm wording it correctly. Uh, the other corporations that are doing what? Um, trying to, like, that's in on the plutonium moving. Or if they have any other information that they haven't told us that they know. Um, I mean, you can you can try to persuade him to tell you if he, ha- if he has any other information. Um, but I'll just, I'll say th- that as far as Sahara is concerned, there's only one company that might be purchasing plutonium. Um, and they want you to, they wanted you to know who, or find out who it was, um, by going through the, uh, company that they're, or the, through the, um, you know, nomads that they're buying from. So, um, which you, which you have done and, and you have the proof that there is one company. Um, so if you want to, if you want to just get, him to add you know spill any more information that he might have uh yeah you can go for it um i'm just trying to figure out what exactly you were looking for oh yeah well i just wanted to know well i guess what i really wanted to know is if like sahara has is like in on it or if there's like a side that they're playing that they're not necessarily speaking on okay Um, I think in that case, this is, it seems to me you're more, you're not, it's not as much that you want him to tell you that because he's not going to tell you that. Um, what you're more looking for is, um, is he like concealing something? Uh, does he seem on the level? Yeah, that was my, that, that was kind of my point to see if I could notice like any like mannerisms or something that I would suggest that maybe he's not telling the truth. All right. That is going to be more of a um, human perception. It's an empathy role. Something Soy Fungi is very great at. 15. 15. Um, there's, a, there's a little voice in your head most of the time that tells you uh, how great you are at stuff. Um, and it's just like really, really loud right now. Um, and you're kind of like dropping in and out of paying attention to what he's saying. <laughs> I feel that. I'm very, I'm still very, like, beat up about Saul. Yeah. 
your cyber psychosis t- sometimes makes it hard for you to uh, discern the truth from social situations. Okay, so so I can't really tell. Yeah, not not really. Um, it, what you what you can tell is that he seems to be a man who is very good at telling lies, skilled in the art of deception. Okay. Okay, that tells me that I should definitely keep an eye on him, or at least keep him at arm's arm's length. Yeah. So um, he's going to ask. Uh, well, um, I'm 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 here and I'm waiting. Uh, do you have the information? Yeah, this is what we found so far. It's all in this tablet, and then Sorfungi hands him the tablet. And he, we have this uh, GPS thing. It's locked in. Um, and then uh, Evelyn Donati at one point mentioned um, Scarab and uh, some Jack guy. Um, he's he's reading over the tablet while you're uh, saying this to to um, him, and and um, he get you get an eyebrow raise when he mentioned when you mention the GPS device, and he says. Oh, interesting. Um, may I may I have that? Yeah, I mean, you bought it. Very good. And he and he. T- it's got interest on it, though. Uh, we've got a a. You guys got to fix all. In whatever way you can do. Understood. That's, yes, that's part of the deal, right? Yes, his his uh his clone is is ready and waiting, and um it. The, the compensation for this job will more than pay for it, so. Wait. You guys, you have clones for all of us? Uh, we have, we keep one. Um, that is, it's a little bit more pricey uh, for um, respawn, as it were. To, you, to coin a video game term, the fellows in the lab are very dorky. Um, but... For for respawns, yes, we keep one one clone of you. Uh, it was in your, um, it was in your your forms. Yeah, but see, half of that was in ancient Scottish. So, um, but uh, okay, shit. Uh, uh, well, I guess that's a. It's. They're not exact oh, copies. Um, you'll you'll understand. There's there's some physical variation. Uh, we do this especially because um, the manner in which you you are taken out in the field might cause issue if you suddenly show up again. We'd like to keep things quiet. You see. Yeah. Speaking of Saul. Um may have dropped his burner in the whole process of being shot and killed. Um, I think Sufan G and I could both benefit from a uh, fake ID, as it were. Um, what was his? What was the? What was the burner n- uh, number? Sufan G. Uh, let's see. I I open my agent and give him the number that I have in my agent for Soul. He says, "Okay." Exactly. All right. Um, yes, I, I will have. I will have uh, cybersecurity uh, take care of this. There shouldn't be an issue. Wow. I mean, you guys are pretty, pretty overreaching. Okay. Um, I mean, does Scarab mean anything to you? Is that somebody we should watch out for? I don't know if it was somebody on Evelyn's pay pay, pay list or or. If it was somebody she has a hit out on, but like, do you, do you know which side that might be on the whole? The name sounds conflict. familiar. He's not, he's not a local. Um, if I'm if I'm remembering correctly from my from my foreign security briefings, he's essentially uh, a nomad leader um, in the Middle East. So he. Oh, fuck. So he's he's working with nomads, is what you're saying. Yeah, well, they, the, nomad. the nomads like be... have a somewhat of a tribal sort of situation. You you belong to one, um, you don't belong to them all. Uh, but they cooperate from time to time. What about Skipjack? Um, Skipjack is the, uh, I believe, one of the uh, most 
notorious criminals in the city. Um, big price on his head. He's he's one of those skeleton boys. Does he does he happen? Oh fuck! What was that guy that we saw? Um, all right. Was there anything else I mean, um, in the safe? Anything in notes? I, mean, I just I just saw those. Uh, the GPS and the tablet, right? Do you want to make yeah. a uh, deception roll for me? <laughs> no. No, I don't. Well, that's not me asking. That's me telling. Uh, well, um, and this wouldn't be a uh, persuasion and fast talk, would it? Um, I could see it being I could see it being a persuasion fast talk because it's something that you are are good at. Uh, you could kind of steer it in a direction of a skill that you are more proficient with. Cool. Yeah, because I'd be like, yeah, that one, I mean, that was the only thing of value in there because the paper's essentially worthless. Twenty one. He says, "Okay, well, this is uh, more than enough to act on." I see. Um, very good. Well. This is eye-opening information. I will need a couple of days to run this up to my superiors for us to figure out what actions we are going to take next. Um, you won't hear from me in that time, but uh, I will. I will send someone to collect you when it when all is decided, and we will get you uh, set for your next venture. So what, we're on vacation between now and then? Uh, you can go anywhere within the city. Yeah, I mean, there's this... Okay. Uh, okay, well, well, when are you guys fixing Saul? Um, he is... Well, his body, of course, is going to be taken care of in a manner that he signed... Or he filled out on his, his, uh, his application form. And... Other than that, we will remove the chip, and um, he should be able. He should wake up uh, about twenty minutes. If you want to go, if you want to go meet him when he wakes up on the sixth floor. Okay. Well, the way you worded that kind of sounds like you're just gonna throw his body in the trash can. We and... remember you. You you filled out all this all this information. Um, you got to specify really the manner. Have read that. You got to specify the manner in which you wanted your body to be treated, and we uh, will abide that. Mm, that's fair enough. Okay. All right. Well, Abel, should we go wait for Saul to reawaken? I wonder what he looks like this time. Yeah, because I guess that's the new normal. Um, yo, purple. Yes. I know that we essentially just bought Saul a body, but uh, you said this was a more than enough. Yes, your your compensation has already been uh, wired into your accounts. Appreciated. Okay. Yeah, I guess uh, let's go meet Saul again. I don't know. He will be he will be disoriented at first, um, from what I'm told. So um, it might take some time for him to adjust, and um, there is a chance that. Uh, some of his personality might be altered in slight ways. You'll notice it over time, I think. So you leave the car, and uh, the van is still parked um, in this in this uh, garage. Do you send those guys on their way? Um, yeah, they're they're pretty much done all that they could do. Yeah, I just uh, tell them like, all right, look, forty eight hours, we'll have a bang up right up, and then uh, I'll see if I don't know. I'll see if I can uh, get you guys an extra booking or two because. Is that we're square? Well, we're certainly not getting paid by uh, by the venue. So, yeah, once once you're um, we're giving you that discount from uh, old Miroslav's body, but 
um, we'll need our we'll need our payment too. So yeah, you'll have it in twenty four hours. But I, I, we don't have to talk about all that. We don't have to talk about all that um, unfortunateness uh, right now. Um, you guys, you guys take your time to mourn however you need to do it. Thank you. We appreciate that, and we'll definitely get you paid, so you don't have to worry about that either. And anytime we're not on a mission or mourning our comrades' death. Um, I'll definitely bring Kander along to see you guys play. Yeah, right. Um, that's the that was the other thing that I was going to talk about. Um, where am I taking her? She's an unaccompanied minor at this point. Uh, Abel, do you think she can just stay with us for now? I'm sure Sahara wouldn't mind another. Oh, wait, wait. I don't think she can stay here. You're you know you know from all of the all of the bureaucracy you had to go through to get this job that um there's non-disclosures that are signed uh she can't know that um saul has been resurrected into another body all right i'll just um look sufanji maybe uh you you go check in with saul and i'll take do you do you live anywhere else um no i'm pretty mobile so i haven't really had a need for other arrangements. Um, how about? All right, I'll, I'll take I'll take care of the kid. Uh, you go figure out Saul, and I guess I'll talk to you when I talk to you. Okay, thanks. If if anything, I can help put her up in the hotel for now. Um, no, I think uh, I don't know. I think she'll need something a little bit more uh, substantial. I don't know. Okay, so uh, but I'll I'll take. I'll take care of it. Okay, thank you. I'm not too versed in raising children, so I do appreciate the help, Abel. Um, yeah, I'm not either, but uh, I kind of know what it's like to be in her shoes, so. Um, yeah, I'll see you. Fuck, it's been a long day. Yes, I, I'll call you. Okay. Um, Candor. So. Yeah. Um, you're going to go with Abel. And Abel's going to get you taken care of for a while while I go check on some things back at headquarters. And I will be in touch with you as soon as I can. Okay. Um, be careful. And I know I don't say it much, but I'm very proud of the way you handled yourself. You are an extraordinary youth. And just, I'm proud of you. Thanks. And she she wipes away the uh, some of the um, the makeup that's running down her face, uh, and you see like a little smile. That's right, Candor. Stay happy. All right, and then Sarvo she makes her way towards um, Sahara. Hey everyone, it's Gavin here. You know, the guy who tells all the players what is going on around them, and also plays all the NPCs with flawless accents. You know me. I produced this show. The guy from the intro. Ah, forget it. I'm speaking into your ears now because you are presumably enjoying yourself and wondering how you can help this show, you know, be more popular and cool and stuff. Well, I can tell you how to do that. If you want to reach out to us or just toss us a shout out, you can do that on Twitter at Roll Warriors. If you have friends and family members who enjoy listening to cool podcasts, you could share our show with them. If you are just so excited about our show that you need to express that excitement in a monetary way, guess what? We have a Patreon at www.patreon.com backslash roll underscore warriors. It's only $5 a month to get bonus episodes that you get to suggest. That's right. We ask you, the listener, what you want in the bonus episode, and then we do that. Want to hear us role play as ASMR scat band? We'll do it. We already have some wonderful patrons who have made that monthly commitment. I'm talking, of course, about Billy Young, Daniel Sittler, and James Beatty. If you are more interested in exploring who we, the people, are, you can check out our website at www.rollwarriorsadventures.weebly.com. It has a link to our Twitter feed and bios for both the characters and the cast. So don't be shy. Check us out, and thank you for listening. Now back to the episode. I'm, I'm going to take Candor back to the apartment. Okay. And just um, as I'm kind of 
letting her in. Uh, or once we get within the block, we'll be like, look, Hannah, uh, this is like, this is my place. So no, nobody really knows about it. Um, oh, cool. I, I guess apartment. if you want. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So like if it could stay that way, that would be ideal. Um, but I guess if you're going to be hanging out with us, um, you'll need a place to stay too. So I'll, I'll get a copy of my key made and give it to you. Um, but yeah, it, it's, here it is. It's, it's pretty small. Um, oh, thanks. And I'll, I'll lead her in and we kind of have to like stand sideways to both get through the hallway and into the, into the, like the, the main hallway. Um, I'm just like, yeah, so the bathroom's right there, and then uh, the kitchen's right next to it, and then this uh, ladder is, you, you just go up there to the bed, and uh, just you just give me a second, and I'm gonna crawl up in there and grab, like, the spare blanket that I have, an extra pillow, and come down and be, and, and just tell her. Uh, it's not a lot, but, you know, it's it's better than better than sleeping in a hotel you know you can at least kind of leave your shit here and um yeah she's kind of she's kind of inspecting it a lot she's like huh doesn't look like um doesn't look like you're getting a lot of action here yeah uh but no mm -mm, no no not really nah nothing nothing going on here at all um so you can take the bed all sleep on the floor down here okay that's cool um i appreciate that hate it what was that what was that paper about did you um did you give it to that guy no i mean i i feel like it's important when you're doing these kinds of missions or transactions to always uh keep a chip under the sleeve so to speak no i get that um i've got no love for corporations so definitely definitely got to play with an ace up your sleeve yeah 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 but um look candor um if you get a chance you know you're bored uh can you look into um uh, skipjack and scarab but do it on the real deal because it sounds like these guys are pretty nasty Okay. Uh, what about what about the other names? Uh, do you want me to look them up as well? No, I think if we split um, split up the list, you kind of take those two, and I'll take uh, the other ones left on the list. Uh, that that'll be the best use of our time. Okay. Yeah, I don't think you'll have to worry about the one that's crossed out. It's probably uh, probably don't have to worry about him anymore. Oh, so you read the whole list? Well, yeah. Oh, cool, 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 cool. That's good to know. Um, but yeah, I mean, you might, you're kind of, you're a little bloody. I mean, I'm a little bloody too, but maybe, maybe you want to take the bathroom first and then uh, get settled and then I'll wash up. Sure. My makeup's running a lot too. Been crying so much. Yeah, I don't, I don't keep any of that here, but if you, if you end up wanting to buy some, we'll figure out a spot for it. I don't know. You might just need like a bag or something. We'll just, yeah, we'll keep your shit in a bag. That sounds like a good idea. I keep a running, I keep a runner bag. Um, and there's a little compartment up over the bed. It's in there. So if um, we ever run into trouble and I tell you to grab my shit, that's what I mean. Okay. I'm grab I'll grab your shit bag. Um, just so we're clear, you do have plumbing, right? And we're not talking about literal shit in literal bags. No, no. Um, God, all right, you're a fucking trip. All right, uh, no, it's just, it's a bug out bag. So if for some reason somebody's like on the way to kill us or I need to leave the city, uh, I can grab that bag and get the hell out of Dodge, you know, that kind of thing. No, I know that kind you of thing. You should always, yeah, the, the plumbing, yeah, you have plumbing. I mean, sometimes the, the pipes freeze. And sometimes you'll have sewage backup from the neighbors. But for the most part, it's a decent place. Okay. 
She goes into the bathroom. Yeah, don't flush anything weird. Down. Okay, yeah, you got it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, once she is in the restroom, I'm going to pull the list out. And, uh, like, are they are the names written in different inks? Is there anything differentiating them? Does it look like it's all the same handwriting? Does it look like they've been... It is all the same handwriting. Do they look like uh, they've been written down at different times? Like, is the ink of a different... Like, is it aged differently? Um, sure, yeah. Um, yeah, just give me a deduction roll. Deduction roll? It's intelligence-based. Eight. So, yeah, I'm not gonna... Um, all you can, all you can tell, all you can tell, it's the same handwriting. Um, it looks very like neat. Um, so the person that wrote this took time to write it. And, um, yeah, the, the ink, um, that's crossing out the, the name, the, the top name, uh, is red. The rest of it's black. What's the top name? What is the top name? Uh, the top name was Reggie. Bagman Weisel. And uh, does that ring a bell at all? Um, no, not really. The only thing you the only thing you notice about it is that um, you think he might be a nomad just be, based on the fact that he's got the the Bagman nickname. Um, just because like they, the nomads tend to give each other like, you know, call signs or nicknames that they can refer to each other um, as when they're on the job, just in case you know they're being bugged or anything like that. What do I know about Bernadette's history? Um, she's pretty clean. Uh, she's just... I think the, probably the most trouble that Bernadette's ever gotten into was like, um, you know, joyriding once. Uh, and it was because you convinced her to do it. Um, the rest of... She's spent most of her time, um, you know, getting education um and going to college so yeah she's 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 clean as a whistle as far as um criminal history is concerned do i know her do i know her family at all yeah i think you know her family um they they are well she never really uh knew her dad but um her mom was a decent lady pushed her to get push her to work on her studies so that she could, you know, rise above, get a good paying job. All right. Um, Zemlin. Do I know of any connection between Zemlin and the uh, nomads besides, besides the bust? Uh, nope. You don't know. You don't have any connection to, to Zemlin aside from the car bust. All right. Uh, I think I'm going to, I'm going to go get a, a cup down from uh from my kitchen like either a glass or like something porcelain something or a metal cup i feel like i'll probably have some like metal cups yeah um and i'm gonna shred up the piece of paper and i'm gonna light it on fire in the cup and um just keep the smoke down and just burn it okay yeah and when candor comes back i'm gonna try to pretend like i'm kind of already asleep but uh my feet are right by the door so um, my feet are right in front of the door. My pallet's like kind of laid out on the, in the hallway, and I'm set up so where I I have my basically if the door hits my feet the minute I sit up I'll have my handgun in my hand. Okay, yeah, uh, good setup. That's fine. Yeah, and then as soon as she's up in the um, the loft and kind of settled, I'll go wash up and and. Uh, just, I'll text uh, Sufanji, just an all good question mark. All right, you take the elevator up to the sixth floor. Um, this is like the clinic floor. Uh, you, you actually pass by, um, Oslo's room on the way there and they've got him hooked up to machines, um, and have bandaged his hands. Um, and he's still unconscious at the moment. Um, but it looks like he's going to maybe pull through. Um, his, his, the color has returned to his, his skin. It's not like this gray, 
um, desiccated look. Um, and you move on to um, this this room that is not listed. It, it doesn't have like a, a, a label um, to it like all the other rooms do. Um, but this is exactly where you were told to go. So when you enter this enter this room, um, there are a couple of security um, guards guarding an inner door, and they see you approach. And one of them flashes a a card um, by the door, and it slides open. And then you're inside a a lab um, with uh, floating uh, bodies inside um, like tanks, and um, there is a there is a body um, uh, that it looks like it's it's um, kind of been prepped. Uh, and uh, will what does it look like? So where Saul originally was like five foot ten, five foot eleven ish, and kind of looked a bit like a mix between Garth from Wayne's World and also uh, Kirk Cobain, like with long shoulder length, kind of greasy ish, dirty blonde hair, um, always wearing a Mufon hat, uh, lots of baggy kind of slack clothes um now you see a floating male human uh who looks a, a bit shorter so closer to like five maybe six or seven has kind of a squarish blocky face kind of just more squarish features in general and also has kind of short cropped brown hair uh, where Saul's eyes were originally blue, they're now hazel as well. Um, but there seems to be like a kind of an air of familiarity. Like maybe it's kind of strange at first not seeing him move around as like he would normally look, but there's kind of like some air to his body in itself that you notice like, okay, that it feels like Saul maybe, but I don't know. I haven't talked to him yet. Uh, but it still does, it still does, it takes you a second to kind of, like, uh, assess the features, and you're like, oh, I can still see Saul in there. Um, it, it, he, he, to, to those who would not, who don't know him very well, he, he doesn't, it doesn't, it looks like a new person, but, um, you can, you can see, like, it's, he's got the same eyes, uh, the same nose, uh, the same brow line, um, so it, even though he's kind of been, reworked a little bit he, he looks like he might still be the same person um and there is a a lab technician in like full ppe um who is like me- uh, messing with the tubes um that are coming out of the tank uh they kind of connect into his nose and mouth and um they have like uh the they pull the the chip um, and and clean it off, and uh, then go to insert it into the back of the neck um, of this uh, figure. And um, the next thing that happens is um, Saul. You are you're not conscious yet, um, but something like clicks back on. The darkness that was there uh, disappears, and um, now you are. Um, at the crash site just outside of Los Angeles where your parents' car went careening down a ravine five years ago. You know it's been a long time since the accident and doubt you find any evidence. You spend what seems like hours at this spot looking for anything that might offer some clue. Just as you are about to give up, you remember the news photo that you have of the night in question and take a look at it. It takes you a minute to notice that something is different about the picture and then it hits you. The road was under construction in the photo, and the road that they they were driving on would have been covered by another newer layer of asphalt. Returning to the car, you produce a jackhammer and begin to work on clearing away the new road. After another hour, the truth is revealed to you. Scorch marks from a small-scale explosion, easily mistaken by a police investigation as skid marks. Your parents weren't in an accident. They were murdered. This realization fills your head with so many pieces of evidence, and you begin connecting the dots. The sky has grown dark outside while you worked, and suddenly you hear something. A low rumble. The sound of a car engine. No, a truck. 18-wheeler by the sound of it, and it's coming down the road that you are standing on. 
the truck driver must not see you standing in the dark as it comes barreling down the road. Its headlights glow so brightly, and the driver finally sees you. He honks his horn, but you don't hear a honk. Instead, you hear buzzing. That same incessant buzzing, now deafening and drowning out everything around you. The buzzing and the headlights fill your senses as the truck draws close. And then you wake up. You are floating in a tank of liquid, tubes coming out of your mouth and nose, and Sui Feng Ji is on the other side of the glass looking at you. But there is something else. A woman floats next to you. She is dressed in a hospital gown. She looks sickly and bald, and you notice there are no tubes attached to her. Her, gra- her gown flows as if submerged in the water, but yet it does not appear wet. And she winks at you with golden hazel eyes and puts her f- index finger to her lip, and her form glitches slightly. So you're floating in the tank, and you still have uh, like tubes coming out of your nose and mouth, um, and there's this figure floating around you. Yeah, um, Saul is definitely going to look at this figure and going to try to speak and then notice that there's kind of like a tube running through his mouth and the the lights are really bright and he realizes he's in a tube and he starts to have somewhat of a panic attack as he thinks he's been abducted again. Um, Yeah, and the the technician, uh, she like begins the, um, the cleansing sequence of like, you know, emptying out the liquid in the tank and uh, opens up the back of it and starts removing your tubes and is calming you down. It's all right. It's all right. Things will be a little bit disorienting at first, but uh, you've just been resurrected. So uh, you're, you're, what you're feeling is, is, is rational and uh, perfectly understandable. (laughs) Just take a moment, survey your surroundings. You have a friend here. Um, Who's gonna Who's gonna help you? <coughs> no, 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 no more grays. Why is the Pleiadian here? <coughs> Saul, Saul, you can't, you can't talk about me, Saul. They'll think you're crazy. We We need to talk in private, but that can wait. Uh, for now, just act normal. Um, you know how to do that, right? Saul starts to like just shiver as he kind of like leans up against the glass tube and slides down, like onto the ground where like the the I guess the grate is for the, the fluid going down, and he just kind of like curls up a bit into a ball, leaning against the tube, and he's just like, no, uh, what what you what you do to me? Not not again, man. And yeah, he's just gonna kind of like somewhat catatonically freak out a little bit. I guess when he when when the the bleariness kind of like fades away from his eyes and his eyes start to adjust to like the the light at least to a certain extent, he's gonna kind of look around and he sees that floating individual like right in front of him, and he's gonna try to look past her if able and and just look around for anything anyone anything that seems familiar yeah you see sui feng ji standing there um outside the tank looking uh a little concerned and um the 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 specter floats uh, around behind her and kind of inspects her um and she says this one is interesting we might be able to use her help um well, don't be in, don't be a fool. Uh, speak up. Say something. Uh, 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 so, 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 is that is that you? Saul. Hey, yeah. hey, man. How, how you been? <laughs> uh, um, I'm I'm okay. I wish I could say the same thing for you. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm a little, little cold. And what what happened? I, like I, I remember going in the casino and there was like the phone was out and I tried to get in touch with everybody and then all of a sudden I'm I'm here. Well, Saul, to put it quite simply, you died. You went out in a blaze of glory, but you died and you've been resurrected using your Phoenix chip. You even look what? different. What? 
Wait, yeah. what? Yeah, you didn't here, even look come, the same. Here, come help me help me out really quick. I, my legs are feeling kind of kind of weird, man. Like, okay. Yes, that is the that's the atrophy. Um, no need to worry. Your most of your cybernetics are are uh, not present uh, from your previous body. We um, did not install those, but the bone lace is there, um, and it should help. It should help your your muscles um, to adjust. And then when you're ready, uh, your 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 own body will take over the um, the load and the weight. Hey, what? And Saul will then look down at himself, and kind of in shock and awe. This is the first time he's seen his own body without like burn scars and pucker wounds from bullets and stuff like that and where soifanji and maybe abel didn't really see too much of his his naked body previously like even shirtless or anything because Saul was kind of self-conscious about that stuff um he had a significant amount of burns scars and like uh various bullet wounds and other kind of like you know just scars in general from wounds and uh, the surgeries and stuff that he had as a kid and um, he's going to, like, kind of just stare in amazement, kind of, like, feeling himself like, what? what? Oh, fuck, my dick's out. Ouch. Oh, sh- uh, yes, we have we have uh, clothing here for you. Um, it's it's just simple scrubs uh, for now, but um, you should get your belongings back after they have uh, deposited the body. Uh, oh, okay. And you kind of see, like, it's all... Pull himself up using the, the the sides of the tube, and whereas Saul may have been like a little bit stockier uh, in his original body, he's now like kind of thinner. Like he is, he looks more like a bit like a soccer player, just not as muscular, or like a runner, kind of that that lankiness, but still like a little bit of toneness to him. Where where's everybody else, Soy? Um, Abel's with. Um, candor right now getting her squared away um i'm not sure exactly where they are um but candor's safe and abel's fine as well um the rest of the band best press they've um gone their separate ways but um they do wish you well and um we're all for one glad that you're not actually dead and the first to show oh, the phoenix chip in action too. me too man like i are you are are you real like real question like real talk like is this is this this real right here are we still on on earth or like or are you like a gray in disguise because i saw some shit and um. Oh no, Grand Overlord! He knows the jig is up. I'm Yo, motherfucker! Oh shit! Oh shit! Saul's gonna slide back down and sit in the fucking tube. He's like, oh fuck, not again! <laughs> I'm just kidding, Saul. This is real. This is real. I'm here with you. Um, you want me to help you out? If this is real, what's my favorite type of street food? Tacos. What kind of tacos? Penguin tacos. All right. All right. What's the number one place to go when you ever need anything in this town? The bodega. Um, I don't know if he's reading... I don't know if Soy's reading my mind or not, Soy. Um, I'll call you Soylent, because you could maybe not be Soy. Um, well, um, I would like to think that I'm not a Soylent, but whatever whatever gets you, get, gets you back to black. Can you stand? Saul starts to like pull himself up and he looks he looks like kind of like a newborn deer but he he's standing yeah you're also like other than the head hair you're like completely shaved I'm cold well I mean you are lacking a substantial amount of hair this time around and you know what kind of does you some justice you know good choice did you choose this body Saul I don't I don't think so unless I like checked it off and i don't really remember man like when i was going through the fucking paperwork i was just signing shit and checking it like i thought this could have helped me do something else so i didn't really care about that stuff but 
Yeah, I mean, Dick kind of like leans off to the left a little weird, like, but that's okay, I guess. Oh well. The um the clones are all are all grown in in a lab, and um they have their own unique biosignatures and and genes. So there's really it's not an exact science uh, what they grow up to look like. Um, they're always a close approximation to uh, the person that was cloned, but uh, never exact. We find it helps with the it helps to to deal with the issues um, surrounding your death, especially if you did not leave the world on um, good terms. Okay, but they're like they're not all from the same person, though, right? Like we don't have to worry about like chips or anything in our brains or like viruses wiping out all of us no okay i don't have to worry about some voice appearing in my head telling me to like carry out orders right uh that would be strange i would suggest if something like that were to happen that you see dr white for a psych evaluation okay i feel like i remember this like from a movie once but i don't i'm really fucked up so i honestly I could use something to drink. Yeah, me too. I've been waiting for a drink. How about we hit a bar and check on Abel and Candor? I am, I am perfectly fine and down with that. But I think I need to get some pants first. So here, um, help help me go find my clothes. And it's all just kind of like leans on to your shoulders, soy, just like grabbing it and kind of like uh, unsteadily walking around. And soy just grabs onto your shoulder. And keeps you steady. All right, dog. Where can we find Saul's clothes? I I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure. It would be the the body disposal would have been at the behest of the deceased and what they agreed to. So I'm not exactly sure what they've done with it. Uh, my best guess would be gear would be stored in the armory. Um, clothing might be. A harder find, but uh, they the armory might know more. Um, yes, that's. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not more help, well, but that's all I all, all I know at the moment. Well, Doc, um, I have to say that I'm pretty surprised. You seem to have an answer for everything, even including why Saul's dick swings left, but you don't know where his clothes are. Tisk tisk. All right, thanks, Doc. Not a, no problem. I, again, I do apologize. I don't have time to to read the dossier of every um, every company uh, employee. So it's okay. I'm, I do apologize. It's okay. We're just giving you a hard time. But yeah, soy likes soy likes to do that after like their friends almost die and perish, or I guess do die and perish. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Appreciate it. You, you know, hands off to you. Let's let's go. So I, I need I need alcohol in me like now. Uh, that makes two of us. All right, and we're headed to the Eat bar. Some nachos. Yeah. As you're as you're walking um, through the hospital ward, uh, Saul, you notice that um, you see this figure following you, um, kind of just hanging off your uh, right shoulder. But anytime you pass by a reflective surface, you see yourself, um, but you cannot see them in the uh, reflective surface. And um, as the as you're going, uh, she kind of turns to you and say, says, a psych evaluation would probably not be a good idea. But we do we do need to speak in private when when we get when we get a chance. Um, I think it's important. And then. Uh, you continue on, and she she says, "Although you used to hate those fucking tacos." What? Just I'll text uh, Sufanji. Just an all good question mark. Yeah, we're great. Um, Soul's back. Uh, he looks a little different, but he's still pretty much Soul. So, um, glad to report that. Um, how are you guys doing? Send. Uh, I'll just send fine, and then a second message. Uh, new name. Question mark? I don't know yet. Let me ask. Saul, do you have any name or is it still Saul? 
Saul says Starman, SJ, or Junior. Anyone works since. And I'll just text back, cool, I'll call him Goodman. He laughed. Saul wants to get drinks. Um, are you up for one? Send. Uh, no. Gonna call it a night. Okay, well, take it easy. Uh, me and Saul will probably stop by later to check on you and Candor. Send. I'm not gonna answer back. Uh, they shouldn't know where I live, right? Yeah, or they don't. Do they? they don't know where you live. They assume, I guess they would assume that you would be either uh, at the Longshoreman or, well, no, because you told them that you were going to go to your place, which they didn't know existed until you said it. So they don't know where it is. But I mean, if Kander ends up texting Sufenji and tell them where we're at, then that's, I mean, that's on Kander. So. <laughs> yeah, you invite, a, you invite a new kid into your house and she's already telling people where you live. <laughs>